0: What's up, mortals? This is also Mr. Monsters, here to learn you a thing or two. In this episode, I'll be telling a story from Finnish mythology. The tale of the poor woodsman and the fox. So this one starts out with an old woodsman, and his old wife, and his son, Miko. The old woman lay dying with her son at her bedside. Miko told her, Mother, when you are gone, there will be no one left to think of me. Which kind of makes him sound like a greedy prick. The mother assures him that he still has his father. Not too long after the mother's death, though... The father falls ill as well, and Miko laments, no, I will definitely be left desolate and alone this time, somehow making another person dying all about himself. But I promise he's supposed to be the hero of this story. I mean, like, kind of. The father tells him that he has nothing to leave his son except for the three snares that he uses to catch wild animals. They are set up in the forest, and he tells Miko to go out into the woods, and if he finds any animals caught in the snares. To bring them home and take care of them, instead of, you know, killing them. So when the father passes, Miko remembers the snares and goes out into the woods to check them. The first two have none, but the third has a little fox in it. Miko gently frees it and carries the fox home with him. He shares his supper with it, and the fox curls up at his feet, and the two go to sleep. They live together for some time, and they become the best of friends. One day, the fox goes to Miko and asks, Miko, why are you so sad? It's probably important to mention that the fox can talk. It's like a big part of the story, and it's not weird. Everyone just accepts it. So anyway, the fox asks, Miko, why are you so sad? And Miko responds, well, I'm very lonely. The fox says, psh, that's no way for a young, virile man to talk. Go and get married. Then you won't feel lonely. Married? I can't get married, says Miko. I can't marry a poor girl, because I'm so poor, and we'll just be destitute together. But I also can't marry a rich girl, because I'm so poor, none of them will want to marry me in the first place. It's important to note that the middle class isn't around yet. You're either royalty or on the brink of starvation. The fox is like, nonsense. You're a fine virile young man, and any princess would be happy to have you. Miko says, first off, you've mentioned my virility twice by now, and it's getting weird. And secondly, it's crazy to think a princess would want to marry me. Well, what about princess what would you say about marrying her asks the fox i mean she's supposed to be the most beautiful princess in the world and is a princess and i heard a rumor that her back door is on the table so yeah i'd be super lucky to marry her responds miko okay great consider it done says the fox and he runs off fox goes to the nearby castle manages to gain audience with the king since he's a talking fox and is pretty fucking cool When a talking fox approaches you, you're not just going to turn away, you should listen to what it has to say. Although, if you want to go by the events of this story, then you definitely shouldn't. So anyway, the fox goes to the king and asks if he can borrow the king's bushel measure for his master. A bushel is a measurement of volume equivalent to about two kennings or four pecks. The bushel measure is essentially a bucket that holds a bushel. Like I'm sure you've heard the expression, a bushel of apples. A bushel of apples is about 125 apples, while a bushel of peaches is about 50 pounds of peaches, and I don't know why peaches are measured in pounds and apples are measured in apples, but whatever, I'm not a fucking farmer. The king is surprised and asks, Who is your master? Why does he need a bushel measure? Which is a totally fair question. The fox got real close to the king and whispered in his ear, Surely you know of Miko. Mighty Miko, as they call him. King had obviously never heard of this poor woodsman's son. But since the fox made him seem so important and famous, the king didn't want to look like he lived, like, under a rock, so he pretended. Of course I know Mighty Miko. Only an idiot hadn't heard of THE Mighty Miko. Well, the fox says, he's about to go on a mighty journey and requires your bushel measure for a specific and unnamed reason. How mysterious. I totally understand, said the king, who didn't understand at all. So the king ordered for his bushel measure to be brought in and lent it out to the fox. Fox took it out into the woods and hid it. Then he scampered around to various nooks and crannies where people had hidden wealth or kept their savings. A.K.A. he fucking stole from them. Once he had a decent amount, he scattered them along the bottom and shoved them in various cracks of the measure. Then the fox returned to the king and thanked him for allowing his master to use it. The king glanced into the measure to see if there's any you know, remnants of what mighty Miko might have been carrying and he saw the various coins of gold and silver, thought that Miko must be incredibly wealthy to be so careless with his wealth. So the king asked the fox, Can I meet your master? Won't he come visit me? This is obviously what the fox wanted to hear, but the fox decides to play it cool. He says, You know, I really appreciate the invitation, but it's not really a great time right now. Like, my master is looking to get married, so we're about to go on a long trip inspecting a bunch of foreign princesses. And the king is now desperate to get this guy to his castle and bang his daughter. He's thinking that he's got a perfectly good princess right here, and mighty Miko, the super wealthy, would maybe fall in love with her and want to get married instead of one of those foreign princesses. The king begs the fox to have his master visit before they leave on their journey. Fox is like, well, if I'm being honest, you're just not rich enough. Your castle isn't nearly as big enough to house the giant posse that he travels with at all times. The is practically drooling at this point. He has to meet this fucking guy. He asks the fox, please, couldn't you convince your master that he traveled with a smaller retinue than normal? The fox tells him, no, look, it's either he travels with this giant, ridiculous retinue, or he travels on foot dressed as a poor woodsman with only me at his side. Those Those are the only two options. The king completely ignores how fucking weird that sounds, and is like, that's perfect. The poor woodsman disguise works. Then I don't have to house a giant posse, just you and your master, who only does things in one of two completely opposite ways for some reason. Look, I've got fancy clothes if that's the issue. He's gonna have to stay in his woodsman disguise for long. Everyone knows it's bad for the skin to dress like one of the poors. And the fox is like, well, it sounds like a good idea, but I'm not really sure that your wardrobe is fancy enough for my master and the king assures the fox that he has the fanciest clothes around. He leads the fox into his closet, and he begins showing off sets of clothes that he would present to Miko. The fox continues to tell him that he's wasting his time, and his master has the highest of tastes. Eventually, the king brings out the fanciest clothes he owns, and the fox sniffs them and says, I guess these will have to do. It's not quite what he is accustomed to but he can survive for a few days. After all, my master is not proud, which seems like a wildly contradictory thing to say about this guy who can't survive a few days in slightly lower quality clothes. But whatever, the fox is selling the shit out of Miko, and the king is just eating it up. Fox tells the king that he will bring his master Miko to the castle on the following day, and the king assures the fox that he will make the grandest accommodations for Miko. Biggest room, fanciest clothes, all the works. So the next day, the fox escorts Miko to the castle. The princess sees a woodsman walking up to the castle and thinks that she could really fall in love with a man like that. Miko impresses everyone in the castle by not being super vain and being very polite. They all find it quite refreshing, refreshing that this man of alleged enormous wealth is so modest. Even the king's clothes work out for him because they fit Miko so well that everyone seems to forget that they don't actually belong to him. The fox goes privately to the king and tells him that his master is a man of few words and quick decisions. Fox tells the king that Miko was quite pleased with the princess, and with the king's approval, he plans to marry her. The king's a little flustered at this, but the fox cuts him off and tells him, Relax, I'll come tomorrow for your decision, but you know, not everyone gets a chance to be mighty Miko's father-in-law. The king discusses the matter with his counselors and his daughter, all of whom were quite fond of Miko. The marriage was quickly arranged, and the ceremony performed. The fox says to Miko, see, didn't I tell you the princess would marry you? Miko Miko's like, holy shit, you were right, dude. Like, would have been nice to know how much of a tricky bastard you were before this so we didn't have to live in poverty for so long. But also, what am I going to do now? I can't just live in this castle when I'm supposed to have so many retainers and so much wealth. Someone will figure out something eventually, right? The fox is like, relax, I got it all figured out. Just tell the king that you'd like to invite him to your castle. And Miko's like, sure, why not? Fuck it, right? I'm already in this deep. So he invites the king to come and see his castle. And the king is overjoyed because he was starting to get a little suspicious about the quick wedding and the lack of guests on Miko's side. The next day, the fox tells Miko that he'll run out ahead and get everything prepared. Miko is like, um, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Where am I supposed to be going? Fox is like, just follow the road right to the dragon's castle. And Miko, who let me remind you, is not actually mighty at all, asks... What fucking dragon? We never discussed a dragon. I can't fight a dragon. The fox assures him that he's got everything under control and to stop worrying. He also tells him that if they should see any men out on the road and ask them whose men they are, and, you know, just have a good poker face for the answer. So the fox runs off ahead to do all the work, while Miko, the princess, the king, and the entire court make their way at a much leisurely pace because Miko will be doing exactly zero of the work. The fox comes across ten woodsmen, all dressed in the same blue smocks. He calls out to them, "'Good morning, whose men are you?' The men all reply that they serve the worm, a.k.a. the dragon. The fox is like, "'Oh, you poor, poor bastards. Don't you know a great king is coming to slay the worm and all of his followers?' The woodsmen were simple and had no reason to distrust the fucking fox, so they all get a bit scared. "'Is there no way that we can escape?' they asked. The fox told them, "'If anyone asks, say that you are mighty Miko's men.' Never mention allegiance to the worm again. Soon enough, the fox has them all cheering, We are mighty Miko's men, we are mighty Miko's men, over and over and over and over again. The fox then runs into twenty grooms, wearing the same blue smocks, caring for a hundred horses. He has the same conversation with them, and by the end, by the time he leaves, they're all shouting, We are mighty Miko's men, over and over again. Then the fox comes to thirty shepherds, tending a flock of a thousand sheep. Same thing repeats itself. He tells them about a threat that's not real, and they're all cheering for Miko by the time he leaves. So to recap, these people are loudly worshipping a fraud because they're afraid of a non-existent threat. So they're all essentially Trump supporters. The fox reaches the castle of the worm. The worm has a huge dragon that had once been a great warrior in his day. All of his possessions, including his men and castle, had been won in battle. But now, after years of inactivity because no one wanted to fight a fucking dragon, he grew fat and lazy. Fox enters the worm's chambers and pretends to be very impressed by the beast. Oh my, you're the worm, aren't you? Yes, I am the Great Worm, the dragon responds. The fox is like, great, just wanted to pop in and see you before you get murdered. Peace out. The dragon's all agitated now, like, wait, 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 wait. you want to come back and explain what the hell you're talking about? The fox is like, "'Yeah, surely you know about the king that's coming to straight-up murder you, right? "'That's why I gotta go. I don't want to get murdered, too. "'Again, peace out.'" The dragon, being very self-aware that he had grown fat and lazy, asked for the fox's help. "'You have to hide me. I'll go in the shed where the linen is stored, "'and then you lock the door behind me. "'Surely the king wouldn't look for me in there for some reason.'" "'Okay, fine,' said the fox. The dragon went out to the linen shed and hid under the linen. Then the fox locked the door from the outside, as was planned, and lit the shed on fire." as was not planned, and burned the dragon alive. The fox then summoned everyone who worked in the dragon's household and talked them over to Miko's side as well. Meanwhile, Miko, the king, and the rest of them were all still making their way over to the castle. They passed by ten woodsmen, and the king wondered whose men they were. He had one of his tenants ask, and they all shouted, we are mighty Miko's men, we are mighty Miko's men. Miko said nothing, and everyone was impressed with his modesty. The same thing happened when they passed the grooms and shepherds. Upon seeing the hundred horses and thousand sheep, everyone started whispering about how rich and powerful Miko must be, even more so than the king himself. They also think that the reason Miko is so simple is because only a great lord could possibly be so simple, which, you know, makes sense. The party approaches the huge castle with soldiers at the gate in the same blue smocks that the woodsmen and shepherds had worn. They were greeted by the fox and a few rows of servants, Miko welcomed the king and his company into his home, where they found a huge feast already waiting for them. The king spent several days and felt very good about his new son-in-law. As the king was leaving, he told Miko, Your castle is so much grander than mine. I can't imagine asking you to come back for a visit. Miko told him that, when he had first laid eyes upon the king's castle, that he believed it to be the most beautiful castle in the world, which was totally true, because he was just a poor woodsman before all of this began. After the king and his people leave, the fox and Miko have a private chat with each other. It's like, now you have no reason to be fa- to feel sad and lonely. Big house, hot wife, lots of money and servants. Like, you're doing pretty well for yourself, so I'm going to go fuck off into the woods. Miko, thanks the fox for all he had done. The fox ran off into the woods. At the end of the story, there's this, like, little thing about how it was actually Miko's father, who had no riches himself, but gave Miko the advice to carry anything in the snare home, so he was really the source of Miko's good fortunes. Like, you know, the snares, which the father set up in the first place to catch animals, which caught a defenseless fox. So, like, yeah, if your dad can go out and get you a magic slave, you'll be fine, I guess. Like, I don't think that's a good lesson at all. It's a stupid lesson. I found a different one. If you can convince a bunch of stupid people that you're the only one that can protect them from a fabricated threat, then one day you too can be president. I mean king. That's it for the episode. Hope you enjoyed. Leave a comment if there's a story you'd like to hear me tell. I post a new episode once a week on Friday or Saturday.